Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. They say the true set of confidence is humility because if it's on the inside, it doesn't need to be on the outside. And the true sign of courage is vulnerability. Cause if I know who I am, I'll let you see right through me. No one has ever captured this in a way that Kathy has. I have a special treat for y'all today, guys. Her name is Kathy. She works at the winery and oh my God, here's Kathy. My name is Kathy and I've worked with Randy and Tiffany almost since the beginning of Blue Ridge Winery. Um, and I had mentioned to Randy that I jot things down here and there, and he said, um, tell me more. And I told him a little bit more, and um, he wanted me to uh, share it within a week. <laughs> so here I am. Um, it's very difficult for me to share my story. But if I can shine light to one person and take myself to the highest level of healing, it'll be worth it. I have realized that we're all born with perseverance, but using it and managing it is what determines the life you will live. I'm facing adversity and stepping out of my comfort zone right now, speaking in front of all you. As a child, I should have been guided and supported. Instead, I was let down, even damaged. My father was an alcoholic. After my brother passed at one year old, it was magnified. At six years old, I remember lying in bed, trembling so much I felt like I was floating wondering what he will do when he gets home tonight. Sometimes he wouldn't even make it to the front door. Often I would hear him yelling while I was playing in the yard, help me, and I would have to go find him, lying in the garden or the woods or even along the railroad tracks. We never knew when his rage was coming or why it had to appear. Believe it or not, my dad was the kindest soul, the hardest worker, and the funnest guy. But his weakness left us in his path of destruction. I'll never forget the night my mom made a nice dinner. It was barbecue ribs. For no reason, he took the table and flipped it in the air. All I remember is the sauce all over the walls and our faces, and my brother pulling me to run to the neighbors. My father then threw every appliance and piece of furniture across the home. It was a sinking ship, and he was taking us down with him. He would leave us for months at a time, and my mom would have to work three jobs to provide for us. My brother had to be the man of the house at 12 years old. He was my safe haven. We were not living our childhood dreams as we should have. We were living dad's nightmare. Even after the divorce, our visits were in a bar room. He attempted to take us to amusement parks, but we had to sit on the bench the entire time because he would be vomiting or sweating. He could never stay sober enough to make my brother's football games or my soccer games. I hesitated to do anything in life anymore because I feared every situation was worse than it was. I would overthink and worry every time about everything and what the outcome would be. My mom remarried when I was eight years old. She was happy for the first time in her life. He wanted my mom, but he didn't want us. This was my second chapter of being traumatized. When I was in eighth grade, he tried numerous times to violate me. Mom worked shift work, so those days when I should have been focusing on school and having fun with friends... I was worrying, how will I escape his antics at night? 
I would not come downstairs to eat dinner knowing he was waiting at the bottom of the steps. So I just stopped eating. I even mapped out a plan one night to climb out my bedroom window, crawl across the roof, and down the front of the house. It was worth the ankle sprain to know I had an option. Why didn't I tell anyone? I didn't want my brother angry or doing something that would get him in trouble. I couldn't tell my friends. What would they think of me? I couldn't tell my mom. That would take away her happiness. So I carried that void and that pain for almost four decades. I wish as a child I heard this quote. You are stronger than the moment that is going to pass. I let him take up positive space in my mind, and he was winning. When this man, who took away my entire childhood happiness and trust, became terminally ill, I had him and my mom move in with me so I could help care for him. I forgave because that's who I was born to be. I still always feared death because I was not complete in life. I was missing something. I would only gravitate towards genuine people I could trust when we should be trusting everyone. Worrying about the past is depression. Worrying about the future is anxiety. And none of it, I can tell you, ever changes a single thing. You need to live in the present and find happiness in every day. When I was 38 years old, a real man came into my life. He dug deep and broke through that wall I put up in my heart. I was given a second chance to feel love. They might have damaged me, but they didn't break me. I then learned that love is not about finding the right person. It's about becoming the right person. And perseverance is not just within yourself, but helping others see their strength. My father lost his battle with alcohol at 58 years old. I was sad. I was sad for him. He did not see how successful my brother is, how amazing our children are, or how strong I became. I did learn how to take positive things from watching dad's life. These are the quotes I've heard along the way that kept me going, and they still do. Grow through what you go through. Get back up after being knocked down because where there is no struggle, there is no strength. This is a line from my favorite song. Take time to make time and make time to be there. We all know anything in life that's worth having is worth working for. We're going to face problems and challenges in life. And when we face them, we have a choice. We can transform to change the outcome or change into the world around you to fail. Always be that person you were before the storm. The book of James chapter 1 verse 12 reads, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood that test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. I can now say I am 50 years later. I am finally free. My hopes in speaking here today was to help others see how valuable time is and how valuable and happy we all can be. There's a billboard I pass every day. It has a bunch of children in different superhero costumes. And it says, together we are stronger. It is so good to have human connection, to absorb all that good around you and know you are never alone. Kathy.
like, <sighs> okay, thank you um, for coming in here. That was, thank you for the opportunity to hear you and hear your story. Um, before turning on the mics, we were having a conversation of how this whole thing started. And I think it ties in perfectly with what the whole living on purpose podcast actually means. And mm-hmm. Randy, I'll kick it off to you to how Kathy ended up presenting this to you and how we're now literally in the studio talking mm-hmm. about that moment now. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how it's morphed. You know, guy. Before the podcast happens, it's a Wednesday's presentation on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. And before the Facebook Live, I practice with, with my wife at home. And then I read it to myself. And then I read it to as many people as I can possibly read it to before I present it live. So I find myself over at the bed and breakfast and I'm sitting there with Kathy and I go, can I read you? It helps me get it in my head. And, and I sit on the couch there and she's over at the table and, and I was reading a Wednesday's presentation to her. And I get all done with it and I'm, I stand up and I'm about to walk out the door and she casually goes, you know, I write some stuff down too. And I'm like, oh, really? What, what do you got? And she, she casually opens her drawer and pulls out a piece of paper. So you know how we talk about bids for emotional connection, how people make bids for connection, and we can either turn towards those bids and meet those bids and connect, and it'll turn into something, or we could turn away from those bids for connection and do a withdrawal from relationship. So we're, we're always either turning towards or away from bids. And in that moment, Kathy was making a bid. Every single bid someone ever makes to you, it's always, they're, they're making themselves vulnerable in that moment. So bids are always subtle and casual. And by her going, you know, I write some stuff down sometimes too. She gave me the opportunity to go, yeah, that's great. Sounds good. Catch you later. See you soon. And all would have been well. I would have walked out and nothing would have happened, right? But when we turn towards these bids, magic can happen. Lives can be changed. So I look at Kathy and go, Kathy, what, what do you got there? She goes, well, I, I read about perseverance. Like, really? Like, would you read it to me? And she started reading and, and she, she was going and she, she, she was saying like, you know, it's, it's, it's not written too well. And she was making up excuses for it and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm thinking this, this is unbelievable stuff. I go, you know what we, we ought to do? We ought to get you on a Facebook live right in front of everyone. And let's do it next week. And Kathy's going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> I should have made the bid at this point, right? But you know, <laughs> but this is the power of going, okay, I'm going to step up and make a change today. I'm going to take the action. And I remember thinking, I wonder if, I wonder if Kathy's going to do this. I remember walking out thinking, you could have canceled. You could have said, no, you know, I, I don't want to do this. And I, I wouldn't have been on your back. I would have been like, it's no problem, Kathy. It's all good. You know, because like, you know, like you never want to push someone so hard that they're going to not sleep at night and crumble. And, uh, right. Yeah. And Kathy never, she goes, I can do this. I can do this. How many times did you say I can do this? Uh-huh. Oh, let's see. It was a week and a half. Right. From the moment, right. From the moment you go, I write some things down too. To the moment you're on Facebook Live it was a week and a half later. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Probably 10 times a day. <laughs> right. I can do this. I yeah. can do this. Right. Yeah. I had to breathe. I right. had to breathe and keep saying that. Right. Yeah. And I, it's amazing what, what happened, Kathy, with the transformation of, of what, what you, what the bid was about. I write stuff too. It's about, right. What was it all about? Perseverance. Perseverance. And then here you present, you present on things that held you down for decades. Talk to me about how you felt when you stood up after the Wednesdays live. What was that feeling? Because you sat down one person and you stood up a brand new person. I did. I felt free. I just, I was lighter. I was, I was trembling. Because so much emotion was coming out of me. And I just 
felt like I could be a better person for my family, for my coworkers. Um, and uh, it was a wonderful feeling. It was the best feeling in my life. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, it's, it's <laughs> when you stood up, I, I couldn't help but think that, you know, the example we are is the exact message we're sending to the world, including our children, our family. Words are, they come and go. They're vapor, right? But what you, who you are is screaming so loud. A lot of times people didn't even hear what you're saying, right? And here you are being the example to everyone in your family saying, look, you need to be transparent. You need to get this stuff out of you so you can then live your life. Drop the weight. Don't carry that person with you. Yesterday ended yesterday, by the way, right? And, and you were that living example. And I can tell you, you you've changed lives. I've, I've been hearing it. You've been hearing it. You know, your daughter comes to you going, holy cow, mom, oh my gosh, I, I can do this. Words are words, but what we do really counts, really matters. It was an unbelievable moment. I remember the, you could hear a pin drop in the room when you're talking. It was, it was scary, um, but it, it really taught me who I really am right. and who I want to be and what I missed out on for 50 years, making other people happy and, mm -hmm. you know, reaching for the best of everything. Mm -hmm. It just, it held me back. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, I have decades ahead of me that I'm going to, um, change lives the way mine was, you know, Randy, when, when usually we're over at the bed and breakfast and you're talking, you're live to everybody, everybody's there. So this was an opportunity that I had you alone. Oh, neat. So I was very lucky, and I want to thank you. Well, for changing my life. Neat. Well, Kathy, boy. One of the major hurdles of doing what you did has to do with what will those closest to me think? And can I, will I say something that's going to offend them or hurt them? I mean, you talked about it. You know, they're they're going to find out. That is probably one of the biggest reasons people live in misery. They live, they live with just pain and suffering because I don't want to say it because they'll know. They already know. And the moment you say it, you set yourself free. And in fact, you probably feel already you have set them free too. Right? You know, I mean, that's, I think that is the biggest, you brought that up, I want to say six times to me about, oh my God. You know, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? They're going to know. They're going to, they're going to watch this. You know, and I, I remember thinking, they already know. It's just now no longer owns you. Exactly. Right. And I, I loved my mom so much that I didn't want to say anything until she passed away a couple of years ago. And mm. I started thinking of things and going through the whole grief process and just trying to help myself heal. And um, I didn't have her to talk to anymore. Mm -hmm. So I had to be brave on my own now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. What do you mean? Wow. That just hit home. Thank you for that, for saying that. Cause it's true. It's like, wow. Holy mackerel. Mm -hmm. Time. Right. At the end of the day, time, like, what do you say, Randy? You got to spend it to get it. If you don't, you won't. Is that, did I say it correctly? <laughs> right. right? I, I don't want to misquote you, but that whole thing, like even how you said, like 
I have to ask you a question. Um, by you being, by you opening and telling your story and being vulnerable on the Wednesday's talk, what are the positive impacts that it's had on your family, like your immediate family today, like your kids, your, your, your husband, even your family, your brother, sisters, I don't know if you uh, just in general, like positives that's come from it. Cause it's been a week since it's come out on the mm-hmm. Wednesday's talk. So it's been, About it's that. been mm-hmm. like, are there any positives? And if so, like, what are those positives? So many positive. I, I am overwhelmed by the amount of people that have reached out to me. I mean, my, my children understand me more. I've always like was, had so much anxiety raising them. You know, I was always worried about everything. And I think, you know, they even joked about it sometimes like, Oh, don't worry, mom. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. you know, now I think they see that mom's finally going to feel good and mom's finally going to be at peace with what was, you know, taking on her life and, and making her this way. And, um, you know, with my, even with my coworkers, like I'm, I'm not so defensive anymore. I'm like, what is it? What I was worrying about, like, what, what does everybody think of me? Like, why are they, why are they upset? Why they, you know, and I, I just have an all around aura of peace. Hmm. Wow. Cause it's like that mental, it's like, well, they don't know, but you know, and then you're walking around like, oh, like, am I doing everything okay? Cause what if they find out now it's out there? So yes. it's like, well, now it, now what? Like yeah. now it's out there. I have nothing to hide. There's nothing to hide. And I'm not meaning right. hide is in, a, in yeah. a negative derogatory term. Just, I have nothing to keep in. It's mm-hmm. out there. I'm now me. And everybody's like, awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah. then you just get to sit back and go, like it's a breath of fresh air, right? Like living on purpose. I think that's the the theme of the whole podcast. Like what it took for you to get there, for you to live with that purpose. That's, it's an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if just, it feels so good to know that people that re- are reaching out to me are seeing my bravery and wanting to be that. To begin. So I'm hoping that the 115 people that responded will have this relief in their life also and, and be able to move on and be better and spread it around. And, and yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. You, you, you make me think of that, you know, we all see the world through our own set of eyes of experiences in our life, right? And things happen to us and all of a sudden it taints that view. Basically, we, we get, we get it, it, it distorts it in a way. So the goal of life is if negative things happen to us, how can we clear up our view? And if you want to clear up the view, you clear up the incident. You clarify that and all of a sudden the world becomes crisper and clearer. That's why I always say don't have any, any grievances with anyone in your life. Apologize to everyone. And there's people out in this world today that I've apologized to. I, I wish they would come to me and go, hey, it's all good. I love you. One day they'll come around. But I don't carry them. You know what I mean? And that, that's the difference. You know, it's having no indifferences, you know, with people. And, you know, it's easy to be, it's very easy. It takes a little person to be angry and frustrated and mad and, and hang on to that. You know, it takes a big person to go, man, I'm going to completely forgive them because what they did to me actually has nothing to do with me. It's who they were. I just happen to be in their way in life. Exactly. I, you know, like my husband tells me, as long as you know, you do everything in your heart, then you can walk forward and feel good. Mm -hmm. So with you, when it comes to all this stuff, I said it before we went live. If people wanted the story to be told better, they should have acted better. 
with me on that? Randy. Right. You're going to piss off a lot of people <laughs> when they hear that. <laughs> Kathy, thank you so much. Thanks, Randy, Kathy. thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Thanks, Kathy.